We are thrilled and moved by the response to the podcast. We love reaching actors all over the world, actors like you, who tell us that our podcast inspires them, informs them, and makes them excited and proud to be an actor. Yeah, but make no mistake, an acting career is won by being in the consistent practice of the work, week after week, month after month, year after year. Success for an actor is in the doing. So here at the BGB studio, we offer the highest quality acting training for passionate, committed, talented, and ambitious actors. We see that kind of work transform talent into successful careers, and that makes us so happy. There is no substitute for doing the work consistently, and we offer the work of success. We are the home of your 10,000 hours. We offer ongoing and eight-week on-camera auditions, scene study, and workout classes. They're available now. So sign up now to secure a spot and get to work. Go to bramangarciabraun.com slash classes or click the link for classes in the podcast show notes. We'll see you in class. You want to book as much acting work as you can, as often as you can. We get that. The thing is, you don't book acting work by focusing on booking acting work. The industry is more dynamic than that. The art is more interesting than that. By taking you inside the craft, the casting room, and the business, and bringing other industry experts into the conversation, we dig in. We pull back the curtain of the industry and show you how much power you really have as an artist. And by bringing your humanity to the work and the industry, you become an artistic leader, the kind of actor who books work. Even after decades of working with actors all over the world, in our classes at the BGB studio, teaching, coaching, casting, directing, producing, acting, on set, on stage, behind the camera, and in front, nothing excites us more than seeing you express your unique artistic voice, humanize the business, and book work doing it. We're here on the podcast and in class at the BGB studio to give you all the tools you need to be a championship-level working actor right now in an industry that desperately needs your voice and your leadership. Yeah, industry and artistry. This is the only place you're going to hear this. I'm Risa. And I'm Steve. And this is the Acting Podcast from the BGB studio. Richard Hicks is a casting director for film, television, and theater. He's done it all, he loves it all, and his work is beautiful. We're excited about our conversation with Richard, and we hope that it humanizes casting directors even more, which is one of our missions, Steve and me, to remind each other and you, our community, always, that we are all dancing between art and commerce that the faces of the business are simply human beings, often vulnerable, navigating the industry while making work the best way they know how, and that casting directors love actors and are your champions. Richard has always been that. Here's some of what Richard has done, has accomplished in the past decades so far. Richard's films include Hell or High Water, The Mustang, Together Together, Gravity, Zero Dark Thirty, Hairspray, Lars and the Real Girl, OG, Christopher Guest's For Your Consideration and A Mighty Wind, Walter Sally's On the Road, and Ken Loach's Bread and Roses. Upcoming films include Luckiest Girl Alive for Netflix, Samaritan for Amazon Prime, Family, and Lost on a Mountain in Maine. Richard also cast for the Sundance Director's Lab. Richard is an Emmy winner for HBO's Game Change, as well as a three-time Emmy nominee for Recount, Temple Grandin, and the series Curb Your Enthusiasm. 
Other work for television includes Roar for Apple TV, American Gods for Stars, Married for FX, the number one ladies detective agency for Anthony Magella, along with other numerous pilots and series. Upcoming work includes the limited series The Last Thing He Told Me for Apple TV. Richard is also a two-time past president of the Casting Society of America, a current governor of the Casting Directors Branch at Ampas, and a founding member of the Casting Directors Union, the CSA. Hello, Richard. Hello. Welcome to the BGB studio. I'm very happy to be here. Very so happy. happy you're here. Why are you happy to be here? Because I, I follow you all on Instagram, okay. and I think you're... Uh, your ability to take the work and to put it into living life as a passionate person in, uh, as an artist, if you will, through the industry is something that uh, fascinates me and has been uh, dear to my heart. So there you go. What does that practically speaking look like for you? What does what look life? like for me? Um, infusing the industry with passion and living artistry. that balance and that artistry for you. Uh, uh, to the extent you can, <laughs> yeah. being driven, no, to the extent you can, be making choices based, that are essentially artistically based, that, because there's so much bullshit in the industry, and so much bullshit in the world, that what drives you, what I have found, the source of my power, if you will, is the, is the, is the thrill that I get from being connected to something that actually means something to me. Mm. And once I'm on that vibe... A lot of it, a lot of things fall away, but a lot of it becomes clear and you are, I find I'm able to move through it all with more efficiency and more energy and more integrity. Yeah. Wow. So there you go. Love yeah. that. That's and, so great. And how often does that get challenged and how does it all get challenged? All the time. All the time. I mean, you know, you need to make a living and you sure. don't want to insult the person who's stupid and, you know, and... And you make mistakes, and you're, and all the time, yeah. all the time. I often um, uh, say this to Risa, remind Risa of this that we've had the studio for a while, and yeah. while she's been casting something, at one point uh, during every single casting situation she's been a part of, I have witnessed her have her heart broken because yep. she invested emotionally as she does, and as I know, well, I, I think that's what you have to do. Yeah. I think that's I think. That's why I love actors, and that's why I love doing this. Because if you don't invest emotionally, if you aren't, if you aren't on the line in what you're doing, you're so much less likely to get the job. Mm-hmm. You may because you're gorgeous, or because you're lucky, or the circumstances align such that you get that job. But most of the people who are up for the job are are getting their hearts broken. And if you and if and that is something to be respected and something to be uh, honored. And um, I don't think you are likely to get the job if you aren't in that space. Right. So for me, as I talk to people, like the trick is to um, be able to take that feeling and completely let it go, so that you are emotionally available for the next time when you got to do it again. Sorry, how do you do that? Um, it's hard. You just, yeah. you kind of, it's uh, through a combination of will and wisdom. And for me, yoga and, yeah. and having it happen so often that I am not, 
and then I'm not thinking it's going to be, this is the end. Because yeah. it's mm-hmm. not the end until it's the end. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do you feel like you, the way you're talking, is it? how does that translate for actors doing the work and going through you know, year after year, month after month, self-tape mm-hmm. after self-tape? What is that for them? What do you need from them? I need, I need emotional availability. I need a full investment. I need you to show me your version that is unique to you because it moves you. It doesn't, it doesn't chase after some idea of what you think I'm going to like, and it doesn't, um, it doesn't speak to what your public, your, the image that you show to the world is. It, it doesn't fit that necessarily. It mm. fits what really moves you, and what what and when it does that, then I can feel that. And I, whether I hire you for the where I help you get hired for this job or not, I can I I kind of calculate that you're that kind of actor, and that's the kind of actor who I feel is more likely to be able to make the next job uh, awesome. So I'm much more willing to kind of go for you in that. When push comes shove in this job and the next job, I'm 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 primed to want to root for you. So that so that that investment, I, I want you guys listening to hear this because yeah. Steve and I say I this. I play whole, this whole first part back <laughs> again. Again, seriously, right. because people, you know, actors don't really believe that a lot of the time. It's hard to believe it because the because the evidence seems to show that the power is in the things outside of the actor in the industry in the agents in the director in the casting director in the blah 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 in the mm. executive yeah my theory is that none of it would exist in the world if people around the world weren't willing to pay money to be moved as an actor um, uh, embodies a story and the power is always in you the actor it always is you can be afraid to take that responsibility on you can make a mistake you can um be willing to not see that so that you don't have to experience the heartbreak but the uh, the actors the actors who who by dint of their uh emotional makeup or by through their willpower or whatever it is who kind of own what they're doing and keep the power as they move through the process, those are the ones who tend to succeed. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. in my experience. Yeah. You yeah. know, and sometimes it's a great it's a it's a it's a gift that I can't speak to. And some but sometimes it's a thing that you can learn and will yourself to be the best version of you as an artist that you can be. Right. Yeah. So what, 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 do you, what do you think it takes to do that? Um, I think it takes rigorous uh, honesty with yourself and um, an uh, inquisitive mind and uh, bravery and, uh, and, uh, and a kind of uh, willingness to get the fuck up and go and do it. Um, all of that. I don't know. There's probably other things, too. Yeah. 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 Do you love casting? Most of the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I lo- I used to be an actor, and oh, you uh, did. Uh-huh. Well, let's take it all the way back, then, yeah. Because this is, I mean, this is part of the charm here of uh, of talking to you, and as much as you had that experience, and then it transitioned into something else. So, uh-huh. what was your experience as an actor? Um, let's see. I w- went to university, then I went to. Forgive me. Can we take it all the way back? Sure. Was there a moment like you're five, going, "Oh my god, that"? Oh, what's that for you? Um, 
well, I don't know if you saw the uh, Chaminade Julian production of Hello Dolly, Who didn't? but I mean, it was you know pretty seminal. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, that was the first time I was, I did a play and I was like hooked. And for me, like I was a kid, I was one of seven kids. So I was nobody, I, they were, everybody was too busy. Mm. So it was a way for me to, uh, have attention and to kind of s- express something in a world in which there was no, no, mm. no real expression. How old are you then? Uh, 14 then. Mm. Um, um, and yeah, before that I was going to be a priest and I was going to be a lawyer. And then once I found acting, though, I was like, oh, there we go. I'll do that. But the, an interesting thing, like, or for me anyway, um, uh, when I was 20-something, I knew I was going to be an actor. That was the only effing thing I was yeah. going to do. Da, 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 da. And that kind of drive got me out of Dayton, Ohio, and you know, got me to RADA and got me to the Guthrie and all these places. Mm-hmm. But, But... Essentially, I didn't know what I didn't know. And now as a casting person, I'm more often happier in the life of a casting person than I was in the life of an actor. Mm. Why? Uh, because, I ha- because I'm self-conscious too often. I'm, I'm kind of intellectually smart and emotionally smart, but it takes a lot for me to be as emotionally available as I think great acting often requires. And was that a realization at a certain point as an actor? And was that hard, a hard realization? Yeah, about 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 uh, thirty, I was um, I was doing plays, and I, I I I was amazing at times, and then I sucked at times. A mm-hmm. teacher at Rada was like, "Oh, Richard, sometimes you're so good, sometimes you're so crappy." Wow. Um, Great. And that was true. And that was true. And I didn't want to hear it at the time, but it was true. Uh, And is that self-consciousness you were talking about that would creep in? uh, Yes. Or uh, essentially, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Because, yeah. So so I was about 30 and I was doing a bad waiver play in L.A. and waiting tables. and, And each job I was getting was kind of like a paler imitation of the job I'd gotten before. And it was it was I didn't know how to stop the mind enough to listen as I read a script and figure out what I loved about it. I just knew I wanted to get it. And that's that'll get you somewhere, but it won't it won't allow you to have a career full of art of things of jobs um so i'd get the occasional thing and but and i knew i was i knew i i knew i was i knew i had more and i just didn't want to be doing you know two lines on ellen and be bitter and be defended like uh like like I saw some actors become and i didn't want that and i knew i had more to give than that so what is it going to be? So I so I fell into a casting job, and once I started that, I was like, "Ooh, this is good because it allows me to have like a technical, uh, organizational mind as well as the artistic mind, and both things are needed in the casting process." Mm. And what job was that? What? Uh, the how first, did you fall into it? Um, I did well. I was a reader at auditions in New York and sucking up to casting directors, you know, trying to get done. And I was really good because it was it was acting, but it wasn't my ass on the line. So I was good, and so they were better. And 
I, and it was and it was nice to be loved, you know. Um, but and then and then I got a job for Stanley Sobel doing three weeks on a uh, on a TV movie, and then I moved to LA with my then boyfriend, and uh, he was going to be a writer, and I was acting, and like I said, it was one line on Ellen and a bad waiver play, and it just wasn't happening. And then um, I met uh, a casting director named Ronnie Yeskel, who uh, at a at a, a at a house party and she was looking for somebody and once I got that I was like oh yeah this 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 I can do because it'll take as much as you want to give it you know being an actor there's often there, there there's all there's 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 there sometimes seems like there's not something you can do and I'm kind of like oh what can I do well, sometimes with acting, there's nothing you can do except not do. But casting, there's always another movie to see or a play to see or a person to know or a script to read or blah, 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 blah. There's always something to do, which, I, uh, which fits me better. Yeah. And what about it feels like art to you? What's creative about it for you? Um, the uh, proximity to beauty... Um, um, you know, like when a great actor is doing their thing and I'm, and sometimes, sometimes I'm reading with and sometimes I'm not, but to kind of look into their eye and to, um, and to, you, you, you see something concrete and you see something ineffable at the same damn time. And that I find magical. I find it magical. Um, and that's an experience that you have when you're watching self tapes or or in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're when you're genuinely moved by what somebody's doing, or, or you see a truth in it that is uh, that 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 is uh, full of power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and what cut what what do you think that is for actors? What what do you think they is it. Yes, it might be innate. It just might be something they have. But what is it that actors can do to get to that place, to be in that full power, to be in that dance of uh-huh. specificity and something beautifully intangible that's going to move you? Uh, uh, in broad strokes, I would say it's uh, looking at the material you're given, seeing why you give a shit about it, why it's... What can you find or what connections can you create that make it something amazing for you? That make it effing funny or uh, moving or like the experience you had or like the experience you hope you have or it speaks in a way about something that is important to you. If you can find something in that, in in each thing, you are uh, I, th- th- you're probably going to be better off. I, I love that you're talking about what speaks to you, mm-hmm. because I think that's a component that actors forget sometimes. In in service of well, what did the writer intend? You sure, great, know that, but it's all, it sometimes feels outside oneself. Yes, you know, and that you keep coming back. And, that, to and I and that, I yeah, so. and I was only driven by something outside of myself. And I think a lot of people become actors because they want to not deal with they want to not deal with themselves. Right, right. Uh, uh, and the and the looking back, uh, if I had dealt with myself, I might have taken a different path. But I also might have uh, found more power as an actor. 
Mm. And you're even describing like you, you you're asking people. You just said it right to not please your idea. Don't please me. Is. I don't know. No, no. If because we, it's a version of that thing actors often hear. You know, desperation. We can smell it. Yeah. There's another way of saying it, but it's a very unpowerful uh, way to step into the conversation to look for my <laughs> approval. Right. Who gives a fuck? You know, yeah. And so, as you're setting up your st- structure, your version of whatever your casting process is, mm-hmm. um, where do you create space, if you even think it's your responsibility at all, for actors to be their best selves in that process? If that makes sense. So, what's that collaboration between you putting out the breakdown and having you know uh-huh. the, the process, accepting self? It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, let's see. I would say. In this world of self-tapes, it's, it has, is a plus and a minus. The minus is you're not, I'm not in the room, so I can't look them in the eye and get underneath what they're mm-hmm. doing and make it and lift it up and make it something. The, 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 the plus is I can cast a much wider net to, to look at people that I would be afraid I didn't have time to see. Um, and so I can look at a much bigger net and kind of look for an essential... Uh, quality in more people and then do work sessions with those people, I guess. Right. So do, do you do that now? I mean, do you, so because depends on the part, depends so the part. just let's just go to the, you know, the self tape. Yeah. Yeah. Almost elephant in the room. Cause it's such a big deal now. For, totally. And actors are, you know, traumatized by not getting feedback or various other yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So what, what is, what is your process in, in the self tape world and how, uh, let's see, I cast a, a very wide net. If yeah. I have any doubt, if I, I try to, Make it like like if I if if the onus is on me to say uh, I'm not saying this right. Um, what I try what I try to do is make it so that uh, I'm going to say yes unless I unless there's a good reason I shouldn't. In terms of what someone's in terms of yeah in terms of saying yes to a yes to watching a self tape mm-hmm. like I'll watch a zillion self tapes um, so that I can look the director in the eye and go no I've seen. 500 people, I think this is the best. I mm-hmm. think it's the best. Um, um, ask me another question about it. So what is it? I mean, actors are not in collaboration. They don't get that privilege of being in the room so you can collaborate and, and work on this and lift them up and all. Yes. So what is what? What do you want actors to do in that? And yeah, I know it makes it, it make it's a it's a it's a harder road to hoe for an actor. I think nowadays because you have to be kind of a you have to you have to really be responsible for everything you're going to see. Uh, little pro tip for actors: if you have a take that's good in the beginning and bad in the end, or not as good in the beginning and awesome in the end, go with the first one because. If it's if it's awesome in the beginning, we will watch it. If you have, if you're not, if if it's if you not, peak three minutes in, if you, you peak three yeah, minutes we in, we're that. probably not around to see it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what's the attention span then? If you're watching 500 tapes, you can't possibly no, 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 no. Focus, right? What I, what I, I, I kind of try to look at it through my fingers, and those the le, the filter is what are the specs of the part, and then what what is around the specs of the part so that I can um, so that I can let all of those people through the filter. And then, so what I do is I do a first pass of all the tapes and 
the yeses and the maybes get thrown over to a pile, and then I really look at those yeses and maybes mm-hmm. and and have a, and try to form a more considered opinion about those. Gotcha. So it's a second look, and those yeah, 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 and yeah, yeses. yeah. So that I can so that I can winnow it down, so that when you're showing it to the director and producer, as you know, it's kind of like the cream. Mm-hmm. Here's the cream. Here's the cream for you. Right. You know, or as my, as I define it, you know, whatever. And when you're in conflict with the director or a creative team, uh-huh. what's that collaborative process? If it is collaborative, you you mentioned, you, I saw yeah. 500 tapes, like I'm telling you, um, how do you negotiate that interaction? Uh, let's see when, when we're in conflict, I mean, essentially it's their thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, so I try to hear what they're saying, add what I can and give them a little boat that goes out in the ocean and then they or they'll sink it or they'll swim it or they'll it'll swim you know um um you t- i try to listen to them and try to hear what it is about it that i can understand is the issue and sometimes i think what they're saying is bullshit and sometimes i think they have a good point so uh, and w- regardless, uh, the job is to go back and to try and offer up something else that will get the job done. Yeah. What's the most challenging part of casting for you? What's the most challenging? Um, uh, hmm. The most challenging part of casting is probably the job getting myself. Because it hurts like a motherfucker to love something and not get it. Because you're back in that same place you were as an actor, yeah, hustling yeah, for parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, 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 yeah. it hurts. Yeah. Right. It and hurts. actors don't and think get, that, right? And like, as they I don't get think older, that you have to like, I'm not the you know new pretty thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And there's you know other people who, uh, and I'm not a good bullshitter. I'm not a good liar. So, so that has a plus, but also it means that that. People who are looking for something shiny probably aren't going to... Or agreeable. Uh, you know, yes. They want someone to just come in and say, I will get you, because I've been through that. Like, uh-huh. I could now say, yeah, I'll do whatever you say. I'll give you whatever you want. Uh-huh. You know, I'll lay down for you. I'll kill right. for you 24-7. And, and what, they, what they may be asking is impossible. You're telling them the truth. Yeah. And, you're, and, and that's what's so lovely about what you're saying is you're super honest and direct. Not everybody wants that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's lost me jobs, but hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, yeah, you yeah. have enough. Yeah, you have yeah, enough. And yeah. what's enough? Yeah. I have enough. It's enough. It's okay. What's what? Are some favorite moments in casting for you? Like either in a collaboration yeah. or an actor that you, you know, sure. I, mean, I, have, a, I have a few. Uh, yeah. um, where do you keep your Emmy? Those yeah, where do you keep my? Uh, um, <laughs> uh, one favorite, one favorite. I was doing Curb Your Enthusiasm, and we we were looking for the role of Larry's dad, and uh, it was Shecky Green followed by <laughs> Shelley Berman. And wow. Shecky Green is this, you know, Borschtel comedian. Great, he and Larry, they just you know, blah, 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 blah. They, he did his thing. He was funny. He was really funny. And then Shelley Berman comes in, sits down, and Shelley Berman was one of the founders of Chicago Improv, and like. It was like uh, a pickleball match, like boop, 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 boop. And because it's improv, you know it's built right in front of you. There's no yeah. prep. So like 
and they create this ice castle of funny and you're like what the fuck and I'm like I was I was just like so happy to be in the room so happy to be and that would never have happened if I'd stuck being if I'd stayed being an actor I would never be there and how cool to get to see that you know um I don't know. I remember auditioning with Sandra Oh, and when before she was famous, and us and and her making me cry and hmm. stuff. I don't know. What was it that made you cry? What what, what did she do that? Uh, uh, um, uh, she was just um, truthful. She's a truthful. <laughs> and you gravitate towards that, even in yourself. I mean, you've said it and had well, three or four moments uh, even. I've, I've bullshitted it so much throughout my life. Now huh. I'm like, okay, what are you going to stand for? Let's stand for that. Yeah. Mm. And I wonder what that balance is for you with mm. actors as you deal with actors. So, you know, you work in a restaurant, let's say, and then you go to a restaurant and you, you have empathy for them because you've been there, but also you know when they're slacking, right? So when actors come in and offer work that may be hesitant because they don't want to give their hearts and so they, yes. they're, they're not willing to get messy, um, does that, like, is it offensive to you? Do you yes. go like, oh my Absolutely God, like I need the is. truth? Absolutely it is because that's an opportunity wasted and that huh. is an oppor- that is a, that is a, 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 a inferred insult to me. If I'm if I'm here standing up for you, please stand up for yourself. I want to be clear. You see yourself as standing up for actors. Most of the, yeah, right. Yeah, for good or right. bad. You know, like producers may may not like that sometimes. But right. Yeah, that's what I. Like. And, and I wonder, like this again, this projection of the gatekeeper onto people. like yeah. Risa and like you, um, that 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 can feel harsh to an actor because, like, oh my god, I'm trying to impress you, and and uh, you're well, telling the process me process is hard. I, as the gatekeeper, am trying to gently help as much as I can and open the gate and open the gate. Yeah. And what opens the gate is them. Mm-hmm. What it doesn't mean it's not me. What opens the gate is them. Right. So it's on y'all. Right. <laughs> and that's hard to hear because then, yeah. then if you fail, it's on you. And right. that's hard. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, yeah. Hard. it's but, hard. But I think it's an important perspective for people. Like, so you're putting a self-tape down for you, for instance, for Risa, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to know that like, you are the one doing the labor of opening that door. Uh, and, and you're advocating for them. You're there for them yeah. as opposed to this adversarial relationship. But I know when I was pursuing an acting career, I, I would have that sometimes. You. He uh, was a good. He was good, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Yeah, sorry. twenty years ago. 20, yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Twenty years. Yeah. yeah. But that notion of adversarial, uh, an adversarial relationship of like I'm trying to like you're sitting there guarding the gate as opposed to yeah, I know, I, think is the I know. Well, it's a lot easier. To, some people are fueled by having an enemy, and some actors are fueled by oh, I'm gonna by hierarchy by, by yeah, or I'm gonna I'm gonna topple this, or that's what's gonna get me through. And anger has its place in in getting you out of your hometown. Yeah. It does, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, but. Mm, uh, but I don't think that's likely to be a long-term best way to view us. Hmm. And and there's so much fear and making you into somebody that you're not. Like you're not yeah. going to change someone's life by waving your magic wand because they showed up. It doesn't no. work that way. No, Mm-mm. no. You might get a small two-line part because you happen to be the most right and they need somebody. But mm-hmm. but you're not going to get. A career full of, a career full of acting, in the, with that mindset. Yeah, yeah is yeah, my yeah. is my theory. Yeah, no, I mean, how can you? Because you're not there, there. So, uh, so what do you what do you think about that? Because we were talking to the someone on 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 our 
another podcast about mm-hmm. this. Like, the, there's so much stuff out there, and so actors think in their minds. Because I've heard this from actors a number right. of times. There's so much material. There's so so many more parts. Yeah, you know. Where's, Why where, 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 yeah. where's the part for me? And then their their answer is, well, that's because now the ca- casting is seeing a thousand people because they can with self tapes. Uh-huh. So like there may be five hundred more roles, but there are a thousand more self tapes. So I'm getting lost in all of in the volume. I'm getting mm-hmm. lost in the volume. But where's my part? Or where's my what audition? What do you think about that? I'm not sure. I think it has a it kind of yes, maybe and. Uh, and I don't know what to and and but I, I I'm disinclined to agree, hmm. but that's all I know. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I think it comes back to in that because it is a problem. It is an issue. Like I accept it. Maybe because we talk to so many actors who are doing so many self tapes and feeling so like I don't know how to do this anymore. You know, uh-huh. I've done fifteen in the last month and got no feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I or I haven't gotten anything. My career used to be whatever. Right. Um, I think it comes back to what you're talking about in terms of you know hold on to those basic values of being able to reveal yourself yes. and to do the truthful, honest, emotionally grounded work uh-huh. that will penetrate those thousands of self tapes. Right. So that will get you from your pile to the next pile to the next pile because you're actually coming just coming back to yourself your own experience in the story your own version of this thing and and doing beautiful honest work or mm-hmm. at least you, you won't define it as that but you'll be doing the most personal work you can mm-hmm. that will penetrate yeah because if you're awesome eventually we'll find you there you go uh, we'll find you we will we will yeah. we're we're all looking we're yeah. all looking. I, I really want you guys to hear that yeah, because sure. at casting people are looking for you. Yes, totally. Yeah, yeah. But what, I also think it, it's harder to do good work. It's uh, hard, especially yeah. over the last two and a half years. Yeah, in a vacuum, and and, right. and and you make a choice to go this way, and they actually want that way, and right. blah blah blah. And even there's personally, a, like there's an actual worldwide pandemic. Yes, uh, the country's on fire. Like there's yes. all sorts of reasons why vulnerability is hard right now. Totally, um, you know, uh, which makes it hard for. An but actor it's still to, required. To, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah so that's the game. And yeah. you want to play that game or no? Not play the game. Yeah. That's the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what happens when you see somebody like so? The part means because. Because, again, we hear no feedback, no instructions, yeah, yeah. other than the 15 things we need to do for our frame <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. all that stuff. And so people get stuck in the technical. But Yes, they do. So, well, so that's it's a like, way to avoid responsibility for the artistic. Amen. Amen, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Say it um, again. Go ahead and that's say That's a way again. to avoid responsibility for the artist. <laughs> Look closer to the mic, because yes, for the people in the back. Oh, Love that. Yes, Love there you that. go. Thank there you. Go. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I actors like you hear yeah, please hear this, dear actor. Yeah, like you know, what you were saying about doing a bad self tape, but like 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 I have I have great respect and great love, but it is essentially, to a degree, it's it's never been because of self tapes. It's incumbent upon you to take the power in those moments and access it. Because mm-hmm. if you can't, we got a bazillion people who will. I bet because I can look at more self tapes now. Yeah, yeah, and that may sound harsh, but, but, it, but you know, but it yeah, I'm not trying to be harsh. I'm trying no, to be no. true, honest, so that you can, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know what? Here's the funny thing, or what? not? It's exactly what was required in being live in the room. Yeah, it's not True. different. 
You were on your own in that waiting room with 40 people, and you came in and you were still on your own. And yes, came you came in. I had to park 40 minutes away on the lot because I didn't get a drive right, on. Right. And it's, you know, 110. And right. And right. I got a suit on. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go to the bathroom. At, you know, yeah. So yeah, there's always ways in which, you, which, which, which <laughs> it feels like you have no power. And this is the current version of it. But you do. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I do. You do. Love that. Yeah. Um, so someone comes in and like, or does a self-tape for you, and, uh-huh. and, and it's not what you wanted because you've now had enough conversations with the creative team or it was it just it was a mislead. And, the, and, and yeah. were, were you seeing a lot of that? Like I remember you know, so many times doing pilots where you're like, why are all these people doing that? And then realizing we've got a course correct, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. what do you do when you see a Sandra O oh come in and, and move you, but like doing like something like – the, so, then we then I call them and ask them to do it again and g- give them notes. So the thing that speaks to you is not that they got it right. No, no, that's right. Not that they got it right. That they are a complicated. Inter- you know, everybody has their biases, and my vi- bias is like complicated, interesting, uh, essentially RD vibe. That's me. But other people are other people. But uh, but. Um, uh, if I see somebody awesome, I will give them notes and ask them to retake and, yeah. and see how that goes. Yeah, yeah, It's a lumpier process because you can't just do it in the room right there and get right, it done. And it's already caught yeah. on camera. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah, no, it's, I mean, it is what it is. Do you, do you see us getting back to more... I think it'll be a hybrid. I think it'll be a hybrid. I feel like uh, like the first round will be self-tapes because that is much more efficient and much more inclusive. And, and, uh, and uh, yeah. Um, but then uh, callbacks in person, I, I imagine. Callbacks for, for casting first or, or callbacks? For, I don't know. I guess yeah. it'll depend on the project yeah. and the budget and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Because, I mean, I haven't been in the room with producers in a really long time, even before no. the pandemic. Oh, I, we did, we did like, a couple of callbacks last year for something without producers yeah. to give them tapes. Yeah, uh, so you could be in there and muck about a little. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but not with producers since. Yeah. I feel, and I, yeah, and, you know, with all the variants, I don't know when it's going to go. I think at least a couple of years. Yeah. I think at least a couple of years. Yeah. And are you finding that, like, with young cast directors coming up who, you know, are living their lives now on Zoom and TikTok and all sorts of other things, that, that there is an interest? Let's say they get a budget to cast something. Why would they pay for rent when yeah, they don't I know. need to. it's hard do you think but even yeah. as a sensibility a gen z like millennial sort of vibe do they do they want to be in person i i can't speak categorically but i think that's true i think that's true Those i think there's jobs. a lot there's a lot there's uh, it's it's gonna be a different world and and just more on that, like, and yeah. maybe some of this is what you learned from Ronnie Yeska all those years ago. But like, you're president of the CSA, the Cast. I was, yeah, America yeah. for no, two, yeah. two times, yeah, two times. Yeah. Um, like, what values do you think? Uh, what sort of through line should should young casting directors be focusing on as they look for jobs, as they navigate huh. through the world as a and casting work, director, and work with actors, and work, yeah, and definitely work with actors. Oh, gosh. Um, what do you want them to know? What I want them to to know that... Um, ah, that's good. I would ask casting directors to also do the work, to be rigorous in your... Uh, to, to, to use your boundless... and Use your energy to 
to advocate for and to find ways to make something amazing. Um, uh, and that, and that kind of, that kind of like, like when I look at myself, like I used to think, I used to front a lot, like, oh, I'm, I, aren't I a big, aren't I a big deal? Look at, look at how awesome I am. I'm a, oh, I'm a player, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Essentially, I'm not. I'm, I'm a lot dorkier and a lot sillier than that. So, when I was honest about that, that's when I started to get repeat customers as a casting director. Interesting. Because oh. before I was like trying to be, I don't know, John Pepsodero or, or somebody else, you know, some big cheese, uh, I could name them all. Right. But, you know, I was trying to be uh, some big cheese and that way, that was bullshit. That was my version of actors not, yeah. of thinking, you know, the powers outside of themselves. Right. And But that's, is that something that, that mm. uh, like, how would a young cast director learn that outside of bumping up against all the walls? Uh, I, how do you learn that? Like, what, what, it is it, what, is, what is it to do the work, to really do the work? Uh, um, I used to, well, they can do what I didn't do, which, <laughs> well, like, I used to spend, be so anxious about doing the work that I wouldn't do it and that would make me more anxious and then how do I move through this? Miramax is calling, blah, blah, blah. You know what? If you just sit down and you fucking do it, then it gets done and you may still suck, but you're probably not gonna because you've done the work. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, like like consistently challenging your assumptions and your prejudices like like I've learned things in the last since since me too and and uh, and everything that 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 has has made me a better casting director like making sure that I am not uh, uh, assuming that an, having unconsciously assuming that a role is this or that that is the optimum expression of that sure. nah, doesn't does it have to be no. And that kind of honesty about your blind spots is something that young casting directors can do and should do. Yeah, and challenging all of the biases. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, though, where is your Emmy? Where is it? It, uh, (laughs) It's in my, it's in the, my husband Joe works from home and it's in his office. uh, Because I don't want to, it shouldn't be like out but it should be there. And it's great because it's on Zooms. So when he Zooms, he can say, it's, oh, there's a yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Emmy behind yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't, do you have one? Um, I do not have an Emmy. I have RDS Awards, but I don't have an oh, Emmy. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, that's, that's well, because, a because I Because it's been, it's, you know, I, when I got into tell, yeah, it's just been, yeah. What she should have is an Oscar, which brings yes, me to my next I know, conversation. I know. Why isn't there an Oscar for so I want to come back. I want to come back to this after okay. we take a quick break. Okay. <laughs> You're talented, you're driven, and you're willing to do what it takes to achieve the success you dream of, but like, what exactly should you do? Like, What are the specific actions that you must take in order to elevate your career to the next level? Well, BGB's Career Masterclass Series is the answer to, frankly, all of your industry questions. We are here to give you the totality of our decades of experience in the industry. All of the tips, advice, inspiration, and latest industry intel that we earned from real-world experience at every level of the business. And we're on the ground right now assessing the changes so that we can offer you everything you need to succeed. 
Yeah, yeah, we're here to guide you step-by-step step through every aspect of the industry, showing you our tested, our proven method to grow your career and really take ownership of it. From getting an agent to your marketing materials to the kind of booking mindset that you need, self-tape strategies, how to get casting directors to find you, and so much more. BGB's career masterclasses are all you need to stay focused, informed, and inspired so you can have the acting career you deserve. We're offering amazing live online masterclasses regularly, plus live on-demand classes, all at affordable prices. We want you to have all the tools you need to take your career to the next level and enjoy doing it with confidence and authority. So go to our website, links shared in each podcast episode, show notes, or find the links on our Instagram bio, and join us for our next live BGB Career Masterclass or one of our live on demands. We'll see you there. Why is there not an Oscar for casting? Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't to yeah. me. It doesn't to me. The contributions that casting directors make to the success to the artistic and financial success of films is hard to deny. Yeah. It's hard to deny. I think it's I think it might be like it's a like it's casting only really became a thing in the last 40 years and it's largely a job that's been done by women. And I think uh, those things have uh, we've only recently gotten a seat at the table if you will. Hmm. And so it, and and up until say, uh, there's this great documentary casting by. Yeah, up until casting I'm in by, it. Uh, yeah, that's right. Up until casting by came out, you know, there were great swaths of the movie industry that w- thought it was done by magic or done by the producers. Nobody only. really understands. Nobody really understands. And job. it's hard. And I and I have sympathy for that because what we do is happens before all of the other jobs, right. and it ha- it's essentially a an intense collaboration with the director and producers. Like I, when I go to the, I, I used to love to go to rap parties, but then I was always disappointed because I always felt like the old girlfriend. Yeah. It's like, we used to have a really intense relationship with you. We're having one with them yeah. now. So like, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah. you. Right. Yeah. And uh, we've all moved on. Yeah, yeah. we've all moved on. Yeah. We've all moved on. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's, so it's easy to understand that we've been forgotten. And I think also people don't understand what the work really is. It's like you make a couple, you know, you make a couple of lists, you make a few calls yeah. and those people come and do the movie or the TV yeah. show. Like, what's the big deal? Like, yeah. Why is that an art form? Right. How hard can that be? Right. And, you know, uh, my metaphor is casting is the garden, is the space in which it happens. And you create the optimum space and you nurture the the things that will make that as amazing as it can be. You're not the thing. It's their thing to give and to make, you know. Um, but you But you create the circumstances which make it as good as it's going to be. And just speaking to that, like, what is part of the artistry of this? What is, you know, at like, do you like making lists? Do you like coming up with yeah. ideas? Like, what of that do you consider artful? Uh, uh, let's see. One way, one way uh, work is artful is, like, when I'm making a list, I'm like, how many angles can I come at this from? Mm. It, it, you know, there's the obvious things of age and ethnicity and uh, vi- general vibe, but, like, but, like, I was making a list today, yesterday, going, hmm, can, how, where can I find a music person with this vibe? Where can I, are there, is there anybody, 
is there any are there any chefs who might do this like who, where can I who can I find from some other discipline that is that that might be of this actors don't want to hear that oh well <laughs> but, okay but we I hear can what, cut it out no, 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 there are plenty of okay. actors who also are chefs who might that's who right that's right that's yeah. right that's, yeah. no, okay. no but I love that that's, that yeah. you're really coming at it in yeah. different ways but okay. speaking to that where do you look for actors like as a as a practice throughout your career where have you found uh, theater uh, 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 theater is, was my first and mm-hmm. my most beloved way to find mm-hmm. an actor because you uh, enjoy that process of watching and yeah well. I find it a moving metaphor for life because mm-hmm. it's there in that moment and then it's gone and it's amazing and yeah. then it's gone and that I find very moving yeah. um, um, uh, and then I see everything I can see you know like like I there's this comedian on Instagram who I'm now bringing in for stuff because she's funny you know uh, 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 I look everywhere I can think to was that a shift for you to say well I guess I'm going to use you know Instagram and yeah TikTok I used to be to... condescending about yeah, it but right. now I'm like what, 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 shut up what changed for you um the critical mass of it, yeah. um, the fact that uh, the, the, we are living in an internet world, whether we want to admit it or not, right. you know, um, I could be a Luddite, but, I, but more fool me. And if followers and likes and subscribes, does that move the needle for people you're working with? I have a slight bias against, I have a personal bias against it <laughs> because I feel like it takes the place of something huh. artistic, yeah. but... There is the uh, 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 and you know and actors who are brands and blah blah blah. Um, that's a personal bias against, but that's me. Not every casting person is like is sure. is me. But I don't. I think there's some myth that actors have bought into that. Like if I had more Instagram followers, I would get the job, which goes back to your yeah. shirking responsibility for your work. Yes, right. You know, if I and had, it's easier you know, to go chase Instagram likes than it is to. To really go for a job and I get it. Yeah. But but to play that out, I guess the thought is that if I show up with an audience yeah. of five hundred thousand people or whatever, that that will have some sort of weight. Well, Except also that may not be the job. It also depends. On it might depends on the job. And yeah. sometimes I think that yeah. is true. Sometimes yeah. I think that is it is true. If two actors are equally matched, right. but uh, uh, most actors, particularly at the beginning. Are looking for that instead of instead of having something to say. And it's it's funny. I mean, if you have, you know, five hundred thousand Instagram followers because you were on a TV series for seven years, yeah. and and now you still need a job and you're willing to audition and roll up your sleeves, yeah. then then the reason you have the followers is because you did great work, and so that's reflected <laughs> by your followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have necessarily followers because you know you're 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 putting out weird crazy stuff, but there are people we know like. You know Justin, yeah. that who who like has he's he's create he the work he puts out on social media yeah. is actually fun and exciting. Yeah, and yeah, then if it's go, good. Then yeah. we find it, we love it, and we yeah. love you for it. And then the right. followers, you know, yeah, yeah. So but all, then you got to go do good work. Well, yeah. go do good work on Instagram. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. But if it's amazing, yeah. we'll find you and we'll advocate for you. Right. He's so, leveraging that platform as a vehicle for his art, not satisfying the platform for its own sake. Right, which uh-huh. is then you right. get to see. Then it. you're chasing the tail of the dog, or right, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. Um, any any favorite collaborations with with creative teams, with filmmakers or showrunners, mm. or because you've worked with some people more than once. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is always a good. Yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good thing. Uh, David McKenzie, I love working with. 
Uh, one of my favorite collaborations, although it will only happen once, was with Ken Loach, who's a British filmmaker. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what about it? Um, because he makes these little little political movies and um, and I he moved me as a kid when I saw this movie Kes and um, and and he is, he's a kind of a communist artist person mm. so and 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 he came to America made a movie and it'll be the only movie he makes in America because the crews are too big and it's all too much but I was like, when am I? I'm from Dayton, Ohio. When am I? When do I get to work with? How the fuck am I here with world class filmmakers? How cool is that? It's like when I went to Rada. I'm like, I'm like, I'm looking at Ray Fiennes in the eye and Jane Harks in the eye and acting with them. It's it's what a gift! What a gift! Do you still have that feeling sometimes? Like, oh, oh God, I'm from Dayton, and look yes, at you. Yes, totally, totally. I'm a I'm a governor of the Motion Picture Academy, right. and I'm and I and and I and on the day it was announced that I got elected, I got uh, an email. Thank you. I got an email from Ava DuVernay, and I'm like, yeah. what? Yeah. What? How cool is that? Well, so let's just speak to that because now you're a governor yeah. in, in the academy. You were uh, president of CSA twice. Yeah. What does that mean to you when you're doing that kind of work that's separate from the other work as a casting director? Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a way for me to advocate for a community that I've always loved. That I love. I love casting directors as a group because I think they are... They are they are a beautiful combination of nerdy, passionate, uh, interested, interesting, idiosyncratic. Um, the work moves through them, but it doesn't land on them, and there and that I find kind of uh, worthy, holy. Mm. Um, um, and so that's why I like them. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I'm probably getting too deep. What do you mean? Why no? would you say that? Okay. Sometimes it feels, I feel, um, uh, whatever. To me, it speaks to the degree uh, which you care about your community. Yeah, like I this care, work and all I that care. Stuff. And I also think... Like acting saved my life when yeah, I was right. in Dayton, Ohio. But what's and, what's know. interesting, though, Richard, is that I, I um, you're also smart and, uh, and, uh, and to the point and honest... And I think both of those things exist with you at the same time. But at the core is like a couple times here, you've we've had big feelings come from you mm-hmm. as you talk about this, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I guess what I'm feeling from you is to get to where you are from Dayton, Ohio, in this industry, but also as a human being, you got hit, you got cut, you got beat, right? Uh, um, literally, figuratively. And also you have that hypersensitivity. Uh, and so it's, um, it, it must be an interesting balance for you when you let each of those out. Um, yeah, and it career. kind of takes both, a kind of a, kind of a, yeah. a, a, a sensitivity and a drive. When in your work do you feel you have the capacity to let the fullness of your sensitivity out? When I'm working with people who kind of get me and and it and and I get them, I think, yeah. Um, yeah. Other other times, and I've learned. You probably know how to do this too. Like you know, you learn how to be uh, politic and move through 
of situations to get what you want and manipulative sometimes and charming for a, for a reason sometimes and you know all the things you do in your business life but but when i when it when it's when it's artistically satisfying too it's cuz people were were I, I i feel them and they feel me what's the art that you consume when you when it's not for business mm. when it's just for you and your soul what do you do oh i don't know i don't know um uh now I've 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 I I'm at a stage in my life where I watch television with my husband and we have to agree on it. <laughs> so that must be very difficult. Well, no, it's fine. It's lovely. <laughs> it's good. He's got good taste. Don't get me wrong. Apropos uh, 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 discussion, manipulative, but, charming but for I, the right but reasons. I, but I'm you know I don't go down a Criterion <laughs> rabbit hole because I'm watching only murders in the building. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. You know, yeah, but like yeah. whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so that's what I'm watching. Yeah. And and I assume you want to be moved by work that you watch, just like whether you whether you're watching a self tape or a great Netflix. Yeah, sometimes show. If, if it I can't watch reality T V because it feels like bad acting to me and bad acting I just know. makes me yeah. makes my skin crawl. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, fuck y'all, you can't see that they're <laughs> bullshitting you. Uh, and I, I, yeah, I can't do mm. that. I can't do that. And if I feel like I'm being obviously manipulated, I'll, I'll, I'll sniff it out and I'll condescend to it and turn it off. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Um, what do you want actors to know? What most of all? I mean, you said some of those things, but if there's anything else to articulate in that either new Let's actors see. who are coming up and want it so badly or actors who have been at this a while and just lost their agent and uh had some success and don't know what's next for them what do, what do you need actors to really hear and understand um besides what i've said yeah besides what i've said i would say uh, we love you we hmm that's a good question because I've said so much about or said stuff about it. Stay where you um, stay on this track. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, besides what I've said, we love you. There are so many things you cannot control. There are so many things you cannot control, but we are know that there are people out there who are waiting for you to send out a little signal for us to hear and you have to have the faith to keep putting out that signal like a little firefly you know like we'll hear we'll see it we're waiting to see it we're in the forest looking uh and you have to have faith enough to keep putting that little light up i love that (laughs) that's really sweet that's really lovely Mm. yeah yeah um one more question. If you had sure, the whatever, oh, of course, whatever. If you had the opportunity to act again, uh, would you? Does that I thought you? about it. I mean, maybe if maybe maybe if I'm older, I uh, I might I might um, I used to I used to uh, get little jobs from being you know when I uh, when I was in casting, I would they would ask me to do a little part, and I was charmed by that, and I did them. But then I stopped about 15 years ago because I was like, let somebody who's willing to put up with the bullshit of being an actor have this job. I shouldn't have this job Mm. Um, uh, because it's the reward for all the bullshit. Um, um, I might 
But I wonder if I, I want, I wonder what kind of, I don't know. I, like like uh, my old teacher Rada said, sometimes I'm so good and sometimes I'm so crappy. So we'll see if I'm willing to kind of to do that again because it's because it, it it requires a a, a, a super a superhuman level of vulnerability. Yeah. Mm. Well, you have that, yeah. and I think that's one of your superpowers as an artist, as a casting person, as a as a leader. You mm-hmm. know, and it's uh, actors just. I think it's important. I'm part of why we do the podcast is to mm-hmm. humanize all of this and to remind our audience of actors that we're all, we are all human and vulnerable. Oh and, my goodness. Yeah. 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 No, we as humans reach across to you in the acting community as humans. That's what we do. And, and remember that you guys, even if now you are indeed a governor, even if now, yes, I can, I will, I, I will wave at you from the Oscar broadcast. <laughs> But know that I'm on the Oscar broadcast fucking rooting for you the next day when I go back to work. It's what I do. And mm. it's what we're, that's why I'm there and why I get up in the morning, kind of. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Richard, yeah. so much for being here. Sure. Yeah. We know that you're feeling the stress of these challenging and uncertain times. We are too. And it's possible that you have no idea how to nourish yourself as an actor, as an artist in all of this. And we're here to tell you that that's okay. Everyone we know in and around this industry is feeling all that. And we want you to know that we're here to help. Every month, we open up our online studio doors and invite you to join us for a virtual workshop where we dismantle and reconfigure your approach to your craft, the industry, auditions, booking, self-tapes, and taking care of your creative soul. It's our mission to make you feel empowered and confident, even excited about what's ahead and what you can do right now. So join Steve and me online, meet our amazing teachers, find out what actions you can take in order to thrive, and let us guide you to the success you're looking for. To reserve your spot, check out the Summit link in our show notes to sign up. Space is limited, but we want you to be there, so click the link. We love sharing this content with our community. We offer it 100% free, and it's our privilege to do so. If you're loving this podcast and are interested in offering something in return, go ahead and subscribe to The Acting Podcast. Then find us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to your podcast and leave us an honest rating and review. Your words will help us bring this work to even more actors and artists around the world. Thank you so much for listening and for being here with us. We love how this community shows up for us and for each other online and in the studio. Come visit us online at thebgbstudio.com. Jump into a class with us. We're here to get you into the kind of shape necessary to be successful.